We wish you another Hallmark. We wish you another Hallmark. We wish you another Hallmark movie with a different plot. We wow. have the same people <laughs> in another movie, and they are going to be happy in the very end of it. Wish you another Hallmark. We wish you another Hallmark. We miss you another Hallmark movie with a. Well, they've all got the same plot. so proud of yourself welcome to the casa the confidence welcome. you are in the right place people <laughs> welcome to our special christmas episode of the casa the confidence podcast uh, well there we go it is december 26 six. it's the day this is the feast of saint stephen it's also the first day of festivus for the rest of us. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I, I, I lied. Festivus is on it's the 23rd. Festivus is on oh. the 23rd. Oh, Yogi is speaking Hi, up Yogi, because it is Yogi's birthday on Festivus. Yes. But today's the first day of Kwanzaa. Ah, very good. I'm up on my holidays. Mm -mm -mm. Well, Alexa also mm -mm. reminded me that today when I told her good morning. Oh, so you're cheating? A little bit. Hey, Dan. Much. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers to everyone. Cheers to you. Clink. Uh, Clinkity clink. Mm. Mm. Wow. That's delightful. Mm -hmm. What are we drinking today, Daniel? I have no idea, but it hurt. Well, we are drinking Creme Brulee Nashville, Tennessee whiskey. Oh, <laughs> I thought it was eggnog. Like, mm, wow. Well, I was going to make, I was going to make, you know, my mom, my dad's mom, my grandmother, my paternal grandmother was Puerto Rican. And I was actually going to make coquito, which is a celebratory Christmas drink. Mm -hmm. But That's when good I, stuff. When I made I, it a couple years ago. You made it and you were actually a better uh, maker of it than I am. I had lumps though. I think the lumps help. <laughs> Something to chew on in your drink. <laughs> Takes away from all the rum. Oh, it was so, so good. We actually did not make it, and I did not make it because by the time I got to the store, a lot of the stuff was sold out, and mm. I couldn't find up. Okay, so, excuse me, this drink is not for the faint of heart. And it's not, you know, for for those who are watching their their calories. But here's what you can find in it. You you use one can of evaporated milk, one can of condensed milk, two cups of cream of coconut. You know, the one that comes like Coco Lopez. They did not have that. Comes Cinnamon, like what? Coco what? Coco Lopez is the brand. So I it's mean, a lot of things in cans, and it knocks you on your can. <laughs> yeah, and then you use rum. Uh, depending on your preference or rum. Of mm. course, you know, I'm a Bacardi kind of girl. Cinnamon sticks, you garnish it. Uh, nutmeg, vanilla, cinnamon. If you want the recipe, you can shoot me a message and I'll send it to you. But it is so yummy. It is like the Spanish eggnog, except it doesn't have eggs. Anyhow, mm. we did not make any. We didn't. We didn't, but we had a beautiful Christmas nonetheless, and we wanted to come together and just do this special episode today 
uh, between Dan and I, just kind of reflect on the year and talk mm-hmm. about traditions and also talk a little bit about our guest and also give you a quick glimpse as to where are we going for 2021? Where are we going? Well, we can talk about that at the end. Oh, okay. That's a teaser. Oh, a teaser. Teaser, yeah. Oh. So, actually, you know what? I should tell the listeners a little bit a little bit about myself. Oh, everybody wants to know more about hashtag about handsome me. hot husband. So, I guess we'll dive right into it. Intro- Wow. You can't speak. Yeah, I know, right? Hmm. So my name is Dan Collins. Daniel Samuel Collins. Yes, my name rhymes. Hmm. So, and uh, I come from a family of six siblings. Mm-hmm. But the unique thing about my family is I was born when my mom was 47 and my mom was, and my father was 50. Wow. So my siblings were of the age where they could have been old enough to be my parents. Most of them. Most of them. So and they sp- had kids. And so my oldest brother was Charles, then Gilbert, then Thomas. Mm. My oldest sister is Donna Lee, and youngest sister is Kathleen. And I am the baby. Yep, he sure is. The biggest of the babies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mean, actually, yeah, yeah. My my two of my brothers are over six feet tall. But Dan is tall. And my um, brother Gilbert is just—he's just under six foot. He's the same height as what my parents were. And then uh, my sisters are tall for for women. Yeah. And and my mom said she saved it up for the end, and she stacked. The bleep up high for me, and I'm the tallest of them all. You are the tallest of them all, but it, and it's funny because in Dan's family, uh, when we can get together and we have our annual holiday party and we take pictures, I am like the little dwarf. I am the like the shortest. Well, uh, the one consistent thing for the Collins men is they always like to marry shorter women or average to short women, and then hmm. you know get our power there you get your power there yeah. come on we you just like over. to have me wear high heels that's we all. loom over in height but you just punch us in the gut and we're good oh uh, i've never punched you in the gut no you're not uh, you know. not the punching type i don't think mm. but daniel what was it like to grow up in a family um like yours well, a family like mine so i had um like i said my siblings were older and Kathleen, she is, she is eight years older than me. Now Donna is uh, twelve years older than Kathleen. Mm. I'm pretty sure that's the way that that makes it twenty work. years. So, you. and then <clears throat> um, three brothers are, are are older than that. My oldest brother, he was born in 1942. 42. And um, so, the cool thing about that is. I had a lot of nieces and nephews that were my age. Yeah, for context, my mom was born in 1943, which I'm sure she doesn't appreciate me saying on the air. But yeah, so my mom is a <laughs> year uh, younger mm-hmm. than Dan's oldest brother. So, so as far back as I remember, Christmas Eve was always held at my house because you were the baby. 
because I was the baby. Mm. And um, in my in my home, when I was a child, we'd always have Santa Claus come Christmas Eve, and mm. and uh, and <clears throat> that was great and wonderful. And uh, and and that was always um, as Santa's helper because the actual Santa couldn't make it. Because he was busy that night. Oh yeah, that's his busiest day of the year. Yep, my <clears throat> my my brother Charlie um, used to go ahead and step in for him for oh. our family. And Charlie mm-hmm. had that um, Santa Claus mm-hmm. look about him. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. and uh, so I remember back when we lived in okay, my hometown of Mooseup, Connecticut. Mooseup, Connecticut. Mooseup, Connecticut, the home of Walt Dropo. Is that the clown? No. Oh, okay. Uh, Walt Dropo. He was a New York Yankee. Oh, okay. That Walt Dropo. <laughs> and he was uh, drafted by the Red Sox, I think, originally. But yeah, um, uh, yeah, Musso, Connecticut. We always called it the capital of Plainfield, Connecticut, because it was always the more more bold text on the map. And I don't think it was the capital of Plainfield. There is no capital. It's not Plainville, Connecticut. For Plain those of field. you who know Connecticut, it's Plainfield. So There's a field and a ville. Mm-hmm. So from the eastern side of Connecticut, the eastern northeastern corner of Connecticut is called the Mm-mm. Quiet Corner. Right next to Rhode Island. If mm-hmm. you go a couple blocks away from his sister's house, you could actually be in Rhode mm-hmm. Island. And if you ever detect an accent on my part at times, mm. it is a pseudo Rhode Island slash Massachusetts slash Northeastern oh, Connecticut yeah. thing, which is funny because it's, it's funny because different people from that side of the state <clears> will have <throat> different accents. Hmm. It's kind of like you throw it in a mixing pot and see what pops out. <laughs> I think that that's exactly how it is for you, Dan. That at times your accent, depending on your state, as whether you're tired or just if I'm uh, tired, I could be Wista kid, and yeah. I could be Rhode Island, and you know, going in the Providence. That's right. Um, but what is your fondest memory of growing up? Um, and, and I know that, you know, for the listeners, I don't know if you, you know, they know, maybe we've talked about it in another episode, but your dad Mm -hmm. sadly passed away when you were young, but what is Mm -hmm. one of the, um, you know, most prominent or, or loving memory that you have of spending Christmas with your dad prior to him passing? Oh, with my dad? Oh, okay. So my dad passed when I was six, but I just remember certain things. About my father uh, up to that age, I re- I remember ridiculously early in life too. It's mm-hmm. there's certain memories I remember being in my crib, taking baths in the kitchen sink, and I mean, if you see me now, you. <laughs> The thought of you the, being in the sink does not appeal. <laughs> I, I, you know what I that made me think of is the TikTok about people are making of going and singing the Lady Gaga song and climbing into the kitchen sink. Really? And I had this mind movie of you going into her kitchen sink, and then I thought, oh, <laughs> we may have to replace that. <laughs> so I always remember when, um, when I got my first bike. Mm. We were living in Maine, so this was um, this was the last year of my father's life and he uh, sent, put that bike together mm-hmm. and um and i always remember 
because I was the baby. <clears throat> um, I got that bike and put it together and I watched him do it. Aww. And I remember all my other siblings when he was going, really, things changed because when we were kids, he'd bring home a pile of bike parts and we'd have to put our own bikes together. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard his siblings yeah. even talk about that <laughs> now. My dad was a big auction guy, so he would, he would, uh, he would be one of those guys. My mom would be, my mom would come home from work and there'd be different furniture. I mean, you said, what happened to the furniture? I sold it. You had new stuff. We got it from the auction. You know? Your dad was into auction before eBay. Can you imagine what he would have done with eBay uh, nowadays? I used to go to the auctions when, when I was a kid mm. with them. I love the auction. I love the, you know, the auctioneer listening to all that kind of stuff. It was really cool. I don't think I can speak that fast. Mm. Really? Don't, bitter, bitter, don't, bitter, bitter, bitter. don't sell yourself <laughs> short. <laughs> You can speak that much. <laughs> oh, but <laughs> anyway, so yeah, our family tradition. It, it was um, so early early on. It was New Year's at our house, and then we moved to Maine, and then eventually we came back to Connecticut, where most of the family is, and and we restarted that tradition again of New Year's Eve, and everyone would come over to my mom's New Year's house. Eve or Christmas Eve. Oh, I meant to say Christmas Eve. I'm sorry. You just got New Year's Eve in your mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I do. So, um, so every, it was just the time for the whole, you know, extended family, the and sometimes friends and uh, certainly cousins mm. would come and squeeze into our small little humble abode, and we'd all be on top of each other, non-socially distanced, because you didn't have to then. Mm. <laughs> and uh, we're, and that was a wonderful time. And we'd always do that. And sometimes we'd go to midnight mass afterwards. It all depended. If people hung out longer and later, sometimes people would stay till you know until after midnight and mm. and we'd just be talking and chatting and sometimes if people were gone we'd we'd go to midnight mass that night. It, That's a little parallel, don't you think? What's up? That we actually have a small and humble home and mm -hmm. Christmas Eve is actually we have an open house where our friends mm -hmm. come and we're all um we've learned to well I've learned to entertain in this home and I, and I and I have just a system and when people mm -hmm. normally Christmas Eve it's an open house at Casa de Collins not Casa de Confidence but Casa de Collins in which everyone and anyone is welcome mm -hmm. and we make um, every year I've tried to incorporate one new thing and try to keep some consistency in what we make but always we want to create an environment where people who we love and care and cherish mm -hmm. can come and just hang out for a minute or stay for the night. So when all this garbage is over and we yeah. have a cure and vaccinations, well, we anybody's welcome. We have a cure and vaccinations, but this was the first year we didn't open Every, Casa de Con yes. in the Collins. The, the, the Casa was closed this year. So, yeah. so anyway, <clears throat> um, my mom passed about 10 years ago. I can't and believe it's been that long, Dan. It's been 10 years, yeah. Mm -hmm. So the mantle of our Christmas party, it's no longer on Christmas Eve. 
but we have a Christmas party every year, and my my nephew Mike has taken that. Mm-hmm. And uh, we we uh, well, actually, no, we were going to we were using firehouses. My my sister's daughters. Um, That's right. Your sister Donna and and Donna have been very mm-hmm. instrumental in keeping yep. the party going. Donna is who I would call the matriarch of the family, mm-hmm. and her three daughters. They really go out of their way to really gather the family because the family yeah. is so big, mm-hmm. really. It, it would be easy to sort of disconnect, but having the Christmas party and coming together on a Saturday mm-hmm. and being together and just sharing. She's kept that all yeah. together. Everybody brings their, their best yeah. dish, usually the same thing. So, and so we, so yeah, so now we're having it, we have it at Mike's house. I think it's two or Three years? I think remember. we've had it at Mike's two house years. for two years in a row. Yeah, yeah. So. No, three years. Three years. Sorry. So, and um, mm-hmm. this past year, uh, last December, um, my brother Charles, he actually passed away. So, um, Donna wanted to do something this year. So, her and Julie got together and we did a Zoom call. And Donna's like, everyone needs to wear their Santa hats in That's honor right. of my brother. So, so that was that was special. So, it was special yeah. to be able to see them and to be able to spend some time, even if it was on Zoom, just chatting. Mm-hmm. Not everybody came, unfortunately, but it really mm. it reminded me that there is such a need for connection with family and with friends and people we care about. And I hope that even though this might have been a different year for all of us, and that maybe it's not what we envision or it's not the same traditions. We created space to make new traditions and be open to that. Now, you had a food tradition, Julie, and you said it, the coquito. Mm, that was I, from my grandmother's that side. That was from your grandmother's side. My now, dad's mom. Now, we have a food tradition in, <clears throat> in my family and... and I just realized I really haven't had it in a while. Ooh, what is it? Maybe I'll make it. The French meat pie. Oh, you're on your own for that. That's very good. Uh, well, I, I didn't say that I, I wasn't yucking mm-hmm. it. I was just saying it sounds you just, complicated. It's com- Yeah. It's well, not, there you go. <clears throat> it's not that complicated. Can you order it? Maybe I'll order it. Well, maybe I, I'll make it. Oh, okay. It's just called Donna get the recipe. Mm-hmm. Or here's the thing. I am a very good cook if I say so myself. However, (laughs) sometimes you just want to support the professionals in their endeavor. (laughs) (laughs) So, no, we always did the meat pie. That was the one thing we did. We didn't really have a traditional Christmas dinner. Like Thanksgiving was was turkey, of course. Right, right. But uh, we'd always typically do a ham. We did a ham mm-hmm. at my grandmother's. My grandmother would do either a ham, and this is my mom's mom. Mm-hmm. We would either do, we, we would, no, she would do a ham and mm-hmm. turkey, depending on what people wanted. Now, a tradition now mm-hmm. um, for Julie and I yes. is, um, so we, we have our families, but we also have our friend families. That's right. And our friend families are um, the Rouses. I know this comes as a shock to most of our listeners that the Rouses are our friend <laughs> family. And we typically will, will spend Thanksgiving with them and, Thanksgiving, and, and Mike's Easter, mom, St. Letty. Patrick's. Yeah. Letty. The, Letty's the, a good adoptive mom to us. <laughs> so she, and they're right down the road. 
And mm-hmm. um, and Christmas Day, we're usually at the Rouse's house, and we've had family mm-hmm. come and visit. Um, and to their credit, you know, they they open their house not only mm-hmm. to us but to the straggling family that comes along. And one day, one year, I had um, my nieces and nephew came to visit. And we all went over there, and I was like, "Oh my God, that's a lot of people!" And she's like, "I don't care, just bring them over." And yeah, um, yeah so it was a lovely, and we always mm-hmm. have a lovely dinner, and I I enjoy that. I I, I feel at home. <clears throat> yeah. So traditions are are important, and I think the traditions mm-hmm. are what keeps the memories of those who have gone before us alive. So, what kind of traditions have you had for Christmas? Hmm. I think my traditions have changed substantially throughout the years. There was a period I didn't celebrate Christmas. It's because you were Jewish? I wasn't Jewish. I was married to someone who was. But it was something that at that period of my life, sadly, or not really, not sadly, I guess, because it made me appreciate more the holiday and appreciate Christmas. My my ex-husband just was not thrilled on Christmas and he really um, He wasn't particularly religious either, right? No, he he would call himself and I still I well, I don't know. I haven't talked to him in a while um, other than, you know, hello, congratulations on the election. <laughs> text message. What? Oh. You know, we text uh on on random things he'll send me a text and say you know happy birthday miss julie or i'll send him a happy birthday my marky pie but uh <clears throat> what chewing eyes mm-hmm. you know they say that Sorry. chewing eyes is the tech sexual it's a tension. sign of virility it's a sign of sexual tension i know <clears throat> anyway but other than that um maybe I guess, i'm tense right now oh because we're talking about my ex-husband no. <laughs> uh, anyway, so yeah, so he he was not keen on any religious in in, in holiday or any holiday that was uh, uh, religious related, and uh, certainly I wanted to be respectful of that, and and maybe someday I'll talk a little bit more about this. But for ten years, I didn't celebrate Christmas, um, and he did not like a tree or anything of that, you know. Anyhow. Uh, but growing up in my grandmother's house, Christmas was always a very big thing. And that was until I was 11. And it was something that I really treasured because my grandmother, um, first of all, my grandparents were born, were born. Can you listen to me? I'm listening to you. I I said my grandparents were born. They were at one point. Yeah, but not on Christmas. (laughs) They were married. Yes. My grandparents were married in December 14th, 1941, a year before your brother was born. Can you believe that? That's the same year my parents were married. Mm, Look at that. My parents were married the same year as your grandparents. That's right. That's why the wedding pictures of your parents and my grandparents look so similar. Mm. We have a wall of pictures on our stairs, kind of like modern family. You know, if you've ever watched... Actually, the- it is exactly like Modern Family because she <laughs> made me buy the paint that is from Modern Family. Labrador blue. And decorate the wall just like Modern Family. So. Well, we didn't decorate it 
Okay. Anyway, so it's Labrador blue and white. Yes, it's exactly like Modern Family, except mm-hmm. it doesn't have their pictures up there. It's it has our, our family pictures. <laughs> but yeah, so my my grandparents got married, and here's an interesting tradition. So my grandparents got married December fourteenth, and they. <clears throat> in El Salvador, there in and in Mexico also there is a tradition called las posadas. Have you ever heard of that, Dan? I've heard it from you. Huh. Well, maybe the the listeners haven't heard it before. But las posadas, if you um, have ever seen the story of Mary and Joseph, when Mary and Joseph went to Bethlehem to have baby Jesus. And basically they, and, and, you know, the stories that they went everywhere and they were looking for shelter. They were looking for a place, a hotel or, you know, oh, I don't know. And, and, and what are you laughing at? I can't, never mind, I can't say it. What? Were you going to say something to the effect that they couldn't use hotels.com to book themselves in advance? <laughs> verbo verbo I mean, yeah verbo was not available to joseph and mary um but in latin america Hash, so you, has, you hashtag not an ad not an ad but but if it you're interested <laughs> <laughs> or airbnb we won't discriminate against either service couch surfing okay oh gabby gabby couch surfing <laughs> <laughs> My knees works for couch surfing. Just anyhow. So Las Posadas is, so at the local church in wherever neighborhood you live in El Salvador, they usually have a statue, a life-size statue of Joseph. And they typically have Mary sitting on a donkey, all statues. And then they bring him in a procession through the streets of the neighborhood. And they go to a different house every night. And then the houses in the neighborhood usually have to sign up to host Joseph and Mary for the evening. And then the members of the church bring the statues, they carry it in. And as they're carrying it in, they usually come in and they, they, you know, there's a song, right? That you sing like, hello, hello, we're really poor. We're travelers. We're weary. My wife is pregnant. Please let us in. Did they sing it? They sing it. It's a song, right? Can you do me a favor? What? For the listeners, no, can you please sing remember. it in Spanish? I don't remember the name. I don't Just remember the song. It. No, I don't try remember it. it. I'm sure if we hola, Google it. Hola. I don't I'm even sure it know. goes something like that. <sighs> anyway, and then the people in the house usually sing the other side and say, nope, sorry, no room at the inn. <laughs> <laughs> Rude people. <laughs> right, and then you go back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, and then toward the end... The people in the home are supposed to say, yes, Jesus, come on in, come to my home. Sleep with sleep, my horses. Sleep here. Sleep with my horses, Jesus. <laughs> Anyhow. No, he wasn't born yet. No. So then they go in and. Yes. Got it. So then That's they go in and the, the host, the host home. The statue stays in the host home for the evening, but the host home usually has like an open house of sorts in which they feed um, Salvadorian, the typical Salvadorian food. So my, oh my grandmother- God, we need to do this in our neighborhood. <laughs> sure, I'm sure this our neighborhood. Awesome. Like, yeah, Stop. let's- <laughs> Careful. Okay, let's find a life-size <laughs> statue of Joseph 
Mary and, and a, a donkey. donkey. <laughs> <laughs> a burro? A burro. And that's where the song, like, started in Mexico. Con mi burrito sabanero voy camino de Belén. See, I sang for you. Thank you. You're welcome. But that's nice. not the I like song. That song too. Thank you. That's not the song that you sing in the posada. Is it? Hijo, hijo, Dominic the donkey. Oh my God. Sorry, that's for our Italian listeners. <laughs> oh, Lord. Anyway, so we, so, yes, yeah, so then my grandmother, so. In preparation for the evening posada, my grandmother would always host it in their anniversary. And she made it a point to always celebrate it. She told me, I'd never forget this, that the reason she always had the posada on their anniversary is because she wanted to make as big as a big deal of their marriage so that my grandfather wouldn't forget it was their anniversary. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And that was the day that we, she would actually put up our Christmas tree. Now, for those of you who put up your Christmas tree before Thanksgiving or during Thanksgiving weekend, it's very foreign to me. And as a child, I always, um, I was always anxious and everybody was putting up their Christmas tree. And as I began to once again, after my divorce, celebrate Christmas, I began, I continued the tradition of setting up our Christmas tree on December 14th, like my grandparents did, uh, in memory of them. And, you know, even though I have to wait. And uh, my grandmother would set up the Christmas tree. Our Christmas tree was that silver tinsel tree that the arms look like trumpets and they would fit in. Anyway. And my grandmother would make tamales, and then usually everybody in the neighborhood would be uh, open, and they were invited to come over to my grandparents' house for tamales, pupusas, um, atol, which is a drink made out of corn, I think, cornmeal. I don't like it particularly, because it's got milk too. Um, And it would always be a big celebration. And then the next morning, they would come and take Joseph, Mary, and the baby, I mean, and the donkey away. Uh, so that's um, kind of how we would kick off the holiday season. And then my grandfather, <clears throat> my grandfather, um, he had this like little flatbed thing for moving stuff. And um, every once in a while, he would, he would say, okay, well, okay, in context, we lived in a very big house. Because remember, my grandmother had a school, so we had a big house. It was a school, and the house was attached, and the house was pretty big itself. So we would sometimes, my grandfather would make us all, the cousins and us, climb. Or we would go to the basketball court outside in the courtyard, and then he would pull this little thing as we sang Little Drummer Boy along. So those are some of the fond memories. That's one of my mom's favorite songs was the Little Drummer Boy. I love that song. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then Christmas Eve is what we celebrated in um, in El Salvador. You celebrate Christmas Eve. What's your What's your favorite? Actually, what's your favorite Christmas song? <sighs> well, I have two. I will tell you my favorite, which is also my mom's favorite. Okay. How, you can tell me, but you're really telling the listeners. Silent night. And it's one of my favorites, too, which was my grandmother's favorite. Um, my grandmother made me learn. So she used to teach me piano, and she taught me to play Silent Night. And that was one of the last songs that she taught me to play. Um, 
And every time I hear the song, I think of her, and I and I and I go back to the memory of her teaching me to play that. One of the only songs I can play on piano. Oh, well, we is should Silent have a Night. piano. Why didn't we get a piano for Actually, Christmas? Actually, I then? should say organ because my mom had oh, an organ. Organ. My mom okay. loved her organ, so we played that. I learned that on that. Yeah. It's ding, 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 ding. Mm-hmm. See, I just people can see me fingering it on the. Fingering the keyboard the, here. Fingering the keyboard on the desktop. But I just it need doesn't the pr- sound good that we said fingering the keyboard. I'm just saying. That's what you a say. Family show. But that's what you say. Yeah. Wow. And I guess I'm 12. This is a family show, Julie, and mm. it's Christmas. Well, it's technically Kwanzaa. Oh, what, who am I living with? Howard Stern? It's technically Kwanzaa, Daniel. <laughs> anyway, no, you're not living with Howard Stern. Now tell me, did you celebrate New Year's Eve? Did I? Yeah, growing up. Me and my mom would watch the ball come down on TV every year. That was our tradition. Aww, that's so, a nice tradition. A yeah. lot of people do that. Mm-hmm, a lot of people mm-hmm. do that. I know that you're not your jam, but a lot of people enjoy doing that. Well, you know, last mm-hmm. year, that was what I did. Yeah. And look what happened. We're in quarantine. <laughs> <laughs> you broke your tra- you broke your tradition. I broke see, my tradition. See, that's the thing. You can't break your tradition. See, now, and, and now that I'm married to Julie, my traditions, I'm, I'm sucked into hers, which is a good thing mm-hmm. because I love how she challenges my norms and gets me out and doing things that I wouldn't have done in the past. And you also challenge me and get me to do things that I normally wouldn't do. And I, I don't think necessarily not do, but I think that for me, you um, you make me rest when I would be inclined to keep going and not take the rest. Mm-hmm. So I think we so, balance each sometimes other. You need, sometimes you need to take a beat. And sometimes you need to go out. And sometimes out you need to get zone. off your duff and do something. And I think we do that. Yeah, my grandmother was very big on celebrations and on marking <laughs> special occasions. Um, for New Year's Eve, we mm-hmm. would always have a big party too. And by the way, we would have lots of fireworks. Yep, fireworks on Christmas Eve. And New Year's Eve. Because there was no snow in El Salvador. <laughs> Actually, you know what? The first time I ever heard about fireworks mm-hmm. on Christmas Eve is when I actually, when I lived in Miami. Mm. My first Christmas in Miami, I'm like, this fireworks. This is awesome. <laughs> and uh, it was, it was kind of cool. It's a Latin American influence in Miami yeah. in the 305. So I, I really enjoy living in Miami when I was when I was there. You were there at the same time. I was there for maybe a year overlap. Yeah, I know. Mm. So I enjoyed my time there. This is 1990. 90, I, I was there from 92 to 94. I was there. I came back in 93. <laughs> Which makes us old. Mm. We're aging ourselves. So, Julie. Yes, Daniel. I see that some people shared some of their traditions with you. Yeah. I We asked on social media some of our listeners to mm-hmm. share um, maybe some of the traditions that they have for social. For social. What did you say? 
I ask people on social media to sell, to sell. Oh my goodness. Maybe I need to stop drinking. Not that I've drank Dang. my whole drink here. Maybe right, the, I, maybe you should have had a coquito. All, all the fat from the uh, evaporated milk would help. I'm you. flipping. I'm flipping. Oh, OMG. Can you edit this out? Do you like that mug? Oh yeah. I got a new mug, boys and girls. Mm-hmm. It is a lovely porcelain mole. Mole. Wow. Wow. So Julie got a lovely porcelain mug, and I said, when you open your next president, (laughs) wow, what is wrong with us? We were drinking, and not a lot. (laughs) When you open your next present, which is your first present, when you open this present, read it in my voice. So she opened the box, pulled the cup out, and she read, Hello, beautiful. (laughs) Hello, beautiful. And that's Which what Dan is kind of what I say me. every day. He says to me every day, "Hello, beautiful." Well, I, hmm. I'm a truth sayer. You're a truth sayer. Yes, I am. Mm, well, thank you, my love. So that's anyhow. why I called you hashtag handsome hot husband. Because <clears throat> you're a liar. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm a truth sayer <laughs> too. So, why don't you share a tradition? From one of our listeners. Sure. So we put it on social media and we asked some of the listeners to share some of their traditions. And I love this. I love that people do something different and that it brings them together. Um, Our first listener, Rebecca Pope, who I love Rebecca. Um, She said that they wear Santa hats on Christmas morning and they make everyone look festive in their pictures and even cover up their worst bedhead. I like that. It's <laughs> mm-hmm. a dual purpose. It's a dual purpose. That's awesome. Yeah. I can, I love that. I have this picture, Rebecca, of you and the family sitting around, and um, it brings a smile to my face to think of that. So awesome. That's super cool. And then here's a tradition in, uh, actually, a guest who has been on our show share this tradition and her girls are so grown up now. So I love the idea. And I, I think that she has posted some of these pictures on social media. And it's fun to see <laughs> how her, her children have grown up. But they give the girls or her kids uh, Christmas. Um, uh, we give the kids gifts on Christmas Eve. And they're Christmas pajamas. And it's a simple tradition. And, I, and I've seen... Um, that that's so fun, right? Families are wearing pajamas, matching pajamas. I was thinking of getting us matching pajamas. I'm good with that. Why? I'm good with that. I'll match your pajamas. Oh, you'll match my pajamas? I mean, you need to match mine. So you need to get me Red Sox pajamas and you need to get Red Sox pajamas. No, it's not how it works. Hmm. I don't think we need to match team pajamas. Speaking of teams, that's what the dogs got for Christmas. Mm-hmm. Simba got a beautiful, sporty Yankee uh, shirt. Yes, and Yogi got a Red Sox scarf. That he um, doesn't seem to keep in the back or front of him. He put, it falls around the front, so it's like a bib. No, it actually, he was wearing it on the side and it stands out. <laughs> oh, yeah? Yeah. It was Good. Well, he's proud of his team. Proud. He Even was if flying, it was an off season, he was flying his freak flag high. <laughs> this is the thing. Simba was born into Yankees. That's right. And Yogi chose the Red Sox. 
No, he was born in New England, so I'm assuming he's Connecticut. In New Connecticut's a battleground state. Oh, Yogi, I'm going to have to ask you. Yogi, you want to be a Yankee fan? No. I'm going to have to pick. Yogi, you like the Red Sox? Yep. Hmm. He gave me a reaction. There you go. Who's a good boy? Who's a good boy? Um, anyway, but let's go back to the listeners. So Kate uh, Davis, who also... Uh, Who's the last person? Yolanda Fontanes. Did you I say never that? said her name. Oh, I'm sorry, Yolanda. Yolanda Fontanes Coleman, who is a podcast guest, um, <laughs> and she is the PJ tradition. And opening on Christmas Eve. Did you open Christmas Eve presents or Christmas Day? Uh, w- w- a Christmas Eve only happened if I. <laughs> Wore my mom out. <laughs> <laughs> Which I'm sure happened. Because, you know, according to your siblings, you are the baby and you got your way. This is true. I was the baby. Mm-hmm. And I got my way. <laughs> wow, how things have changed for you since you married me. <laughs> I know. Now I'm just now I'm just um, satisfied with being right all the time. <gasps> <gasps> wow. I let him believe he's right all the time. You know, (laughs) what marriage is about. (laughs) Okay. So Kate Davis, who is, um, who is working girl coaching and, uh, Kate is a smart, wonderful woman. She's got a beautiful family and she said that it is not Christmas until the homemade Irish cream is ready. Mm. So, Kate, you are speaking our language. You're going to have to give us that recipe. <laughs> what? Mm-hmm. You want Irish cream recipe? How do sure. you make Irish cream? I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? Well, I just take a coffee and put Bailey's in it. Oh, yeah. I, that, I guess that's what I'm thinking would mm-hmm. happen. Um, anyway. Anyway. Any more traditions? Yes, our next tradition comes from, oh my God, I love this young woman. She is a smart, intelligent woman, and her name is Chelsea, Chelsea Schultz. And she says that my family is a bit different. And that I we, know her. Yeah, you know her. Um, she All says right. that go ahead. Um, they wrap our stocking stuffers and put them in the stockings because before Christmas Eve... Did you used to do stockings growing up, Dan? Yep, of course. Yeah, yes. you did. Stockings. What's one of the best stocking stocking gifts that you've gotten? Best stocking stuffer? Yeah. Hmm. There was always little bits and stuff, but yeah. usually Three Musketeers bars will do it. Oh, I didn't get you a Three Musketeer mm, bar this year. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Okay. I did get you something cool, though, for your stocking. What was in the stocking? Oh, I guess it wasn't that cool. If you can't remember. No, I can't remember what was in the stocking right wow. now. I'm getting old, Julie. Hmm. What was in well, the stocking? I'm going to let you remember. My waffle maker? No, your waffle maker did not go in the stocking. I can't remember, Julie, what was in the stocking. I'll give you a hint. Give me a hint. I'm going to tell you what was in my stocking. What was in your stocking? Buffalo plaid socks. Oh, I had Batman socks. Mm, there you mm-hmm. go. Now you remember. O- OG classic Batman, too. OG classic Batman. That's right. For the nerd in you. Anyhow. For the nerd in you. 
uh, the nerd in all of us. Hmm. <laughs> anyway. Uh, anyway, uh, so those are some fun traditions. I think that I I want to just reiterate that this might have been a different Christmas than we all pictured, but keep the traditions close to your heart, everyone. And mm-hmm. remember that no matter what it looks like, it is our ability to be able to remember the good times and know that we can create more good times in the future. Um, and it's all about being able to manage and control us. We may not be able to control the circumstances, but how we think about it is something that we can all do. Don't you think? Yes. Very good. Hey, by the way. Yes. um, I I was speaking to my mom, and um, she actually told me that um, she she was sharing some fond memories, and maybe we'll save the whole story, but... Um, it was fun to listen to my mom, the, the, how, you know, traditions that I lived as a child maybe came about. And I think that for the listeners, that's one of the things that I would say too. talk about traditions with those loved ones, because it is fun to see, especially if you're a sibling or, you know, mm-hmm. married people, you, you may live the same tradition, but your perspective on it is also very different too. So this is the thing about traditions and memories and families. And and I'm I'm a big person that I I was just actually on there this morning. I was on ancestry.com and looking at my family tree and looking at all the different things and looking at the links between, you know, parents to grandparents, great grandparents, great great great, you know, generations and generations. They show mm-hmm. links. And you see these links and you can do this tree but the thing that's missing when you look at this tree is the stories that link these people together. Mm. And and the only way you get these stories is through conversation. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we're not necessarily together right now. Um, some people are, some people aren't. And, and uh, But we have this wonderful technology in our hand all the time. And you can text and text and text. But a conversation goes a long way. Mm. And if you look to your family and you have those those people who are maybe the matriarch, patriarch of the family or the older generation, they have so many stories. You have no idea mm-hmm. how many stories are there. Last year, I started talk, talking with um, my brothers and, and about different things. Uh, about the family tree and we, I, I learned more stuff and talked to my sisters and getting and remembering the stories that you kind of knew part of the story about but you didn't have the whole thing mm. like we have so many little snippets of stories that's right but we don't have the whole thing or other people's perspectives on those stories in there's such a wealth of experience and knowledge out there in our own families in our own friends and if we just reach out and talk to them hey I, you know i was thinking about this thing i, I just remember this thing when i was seven and blah de, blah de, blah what, what, do you remember this oh yeah i remember that that was you know uncle jake and aunt jenny and and then that was your cousin and all this stuff starts happening and talking and all of a sudden You've got a whole different perspective on what that experience was. Mm, it can so be that true. much more special. Or you can understand, you know, I mean, things happen in families where, where um, 
families families don't talk sometimes. There's mm. little little things, and, you, and you're like, why don't we talk? Well, because this garbage happened years ago. Well, you know what? That garbage is stupid. Let's start talking again. And and the, the, those are new traditions that can yeah. be that can be started back up. And and um, you know what? If you're not meant to talk, then not. But if it's something silly and stupid, can you get your asses back together? And you know, and yeah. and this is too <clears throat> life is too short to be spent apart. And we have definitely seen that in this year that you know there's there's maybe people in your life that are not here and that you didn't think would be gone in 2020, mm-hmm. but but are. And I I want to encourage you and urge you to connect with the memories and connect with the good times and focus on the love that you shared as opposed to, um, you know, you're not dishonoring them by, by not, not, um, feeling the sadness. Cause listen, when we lose people, we love the sadness will be there, but, uh, open up to remembering the good and honoring them in that way. And those lost people don't want you to be sad. That's mm, the thing. Those lost people, true. people that are gone, want you to live your life to the fullest. And the other thing, too, that I would say is, and, and, and you talked about this, right? Like, um, you know, mend some of these bridges. Rebuild these bridges if you're not connecting with those that you love and maybe you lost contact with. But here is a piece of um, something that has helped me in the times in which maybe reconnecting to someone that maybe I didn't have that connection to because of stupidity, right? And my part, a lot of times, is um, just remember that everyone is doing the best they can. Mm -hmm. And if you believe that, if you really go into whatever it is, just thinking, you know what, they were doing the best they can. Give them the benefit, and, and you will give yourself the benefit of being the one who mends the bridges, and, and people will continue to enrich your life. Yeah, it's amazing. You know what? It's, it's, it's not just the case where maybe you're not talking to somebody. It's just, it just be the case that, oh, my gosh, I haven't, I haven't spoke to, you know, Aunt Jenny for five years. Where did five years go? Do you have an Aunt Jenny? I don't. That's why up. I'm picking up names that aren't in the family. <laughs> so I don't. <laughs> so, so I haven't been to Aunt Jenny five years. Oh my lord! I need to. I need to. I need to call her. Yeah. And uh, and I'm I'm guilty of this. You know. Mm. I, I I I just you know we all we're all living our lives. We're in our own little um, ecosystem. We're in our own little. Um, sometimes our own little cage yeah. and we need to break out of that and and broaden our our lives and right often in that in doing that we're, we're broadening other people's lives you know agreed people remember stuff they didn't think of you know oh my god i remember mm. that that was so awesome of you know you know stuff like that those are the best conversations yeah they are the best conversations so um speaking of conversations Yes. Um, we were going to kind of give the listeners a quick glimpse into who will our guests coming up on Cosmic Confidence are. We can do that. 
I just have one thing I want to talk about. Oh, selfishly. Sure, selfishly. Well, this is about you. Go ahead, mister. This, this is all about me. Go ahead. So I'd like to say, people, so I've been uh, producing this podcast for Julie since... April. April. I guess as a producer, I should know that. <laughs> Sound <laughs> editor. So, and um, uh, there's another podcast out there that I've been doing the sound for. And, um, and the podcast is for the fabulous and fantastic Mindy Henderson and is the truth about things Things that that suck. suck. (laughs) You're also (laughs) editing the little shot of confidence. Yes, I'm also doing that. And you will be editing Andrea Gustinucci's new podcast too. Mm -hmm. So I'm starting to do a couple different podcasts and I am actually going to be starting to open that up and offering uh, my services to other people. You're opening up your calendar? Yeah, just a little bit. So, you know, I'm going to open it up a little bit because as we all know, I I do have a full-time job for Raytheon Technologies Research Center in East Hartford, Connecticut. And you're very good at your full-time job where you break things for a living. Yes, I break things for a living, and I'm good at breaking things. So, well, you haven't broken my heart. Let's just not well. This time, what? <laughs> just kidding. Did honey, you hear that? I do. You I, plan to break my heart, honey? What? I will put a cage around that heart. I will not let anything touch it. You do protect me a lot, my love. That did sound kind of weird and creepy, though. <laughs> Yeah. It puts the lotion on the skin. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, oh, and it puts God. it back in the basket yeah. again. Sorry. Um, oh, anyway, wow. so, yeah. So, I'm actually going to open up my calendar a little bit mm-hmm. if people are interested in doing a podcast. Well, there's some people who already have expressed some interest in you taking mm-hmm. over. So if you are so interested. I am going to throw out an email with um, with an offering for people. And I know I don't want to take away Julie's thunder here, but there may also be a podcast book in my future what yes so anyway person in the family there's not enough authorship in this family you know what (laughs) what you can do i can do better what's that song well maybe we can co-author a book in the future too now that i am (laughs) i am an author what do you think of that oh maybe we'll do something like that so actually yeah so the secrets to love now coming that, to you live now from that, Casa de Collins. Now that I'm the president of Go Confidently Services. Yes, he is the president of um, Go Confidently Services. We were Services. talking about expanding um, you know, Julie's coaching business with um my production skills and and doing something and teaming up with some people to get um people who have the passion to get their message out. Mm-hmm. Um in an audio podcast. We need more messengers out there. And here's the thing. If mm-hmm. you dream it, you can become it. And the most exciting thing for me 
is that, you know, this is, again, Go Confidently Services, um, and the podcast is a division of, as is Go Confidently Coaching. And just to clarify, Dan is the Presidente and of Go Confidently Services. But Julie's the jefe. Julie is a CEO and founder. <laughs> CEO, founder. I'm the president. Which one outranks the other? I don't know. I think we maybe the listeners can tell us who outranks who. Well, mm. you always outrank me, baby. Mm. I don't know about that. Mm-hmm. You are the boss of me at times. Wow. <laughs> that is on... Heard of? Record. I don't have to play <laughs> right after that where it says sometimes. <laughs> you are the boss of me. Soundbite taken. You're going to put that on your phone and That's play that going, for me every you, so often? You are the boss of me. You are the boss of me. Whenever you whenever you call me, you are the boss of me. You are the boss of me. Oh, oh my gosh. I, I texted you today from the car. Yes. And I said, hey, Siri. Blah, blah, blah. And you, you said, what did you say in reply? Mm. You said, um, oh, looking forward to seeing you. Siri goes, so I say, read read text. So I wouldn't read right. it. So yeah. she says it to me on the phone. He goes, what did you say again? I'm I said, okay, I will see you soon. Oh, and Siri goes, okay, I'll see you soon. She like lifted up her voice at the end. I'm like, that's hilarious. That's serious, funny it's, girl. It's a little creepy. I probably because I texted into my phone and I said, Siri, tell Daniel. But okay. she did it sing songy at the end. Yes, I'm telling you, I sing, sang it when I texted it. Anyway, so so, wonder- so if anybody's interested in getting a podcast going, if they've thought about that, they didn't know how. Um, Even if you I'm, just want to talk the, about it, just talk. Yeah, to or Dan if you just want to talk about it, just want to talk about. I'm in the process of putting together a little quick start guide, um, or if you want advice or a conversation about that, or if you just don't want to deal with the mechanics of it, um, you just want to be the person on the mic. If you want to be the talent, you want to be the talent, like some I, of us are. Uh, um, and the most exciting yeah. thing about this is that there's some really great experts out there on podcasting, and that's who Dan has had the pleasure, Pat Flynn. Pat Flynn of, of <laughs> 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 and listen, let's not discount the fact that we've learned a lot of podcasting from listening to Knox and Jamie of the podcast. Knox and Jamie of the podcast. They're, they're, they're inspiring. delightful and awesome. And yeah. I listen to a podcast that's so so long and it's not Knox and Jamie whew, but it's a great podcast for me and I enjoy it and of course Chris Hardwick I love his Ooh, podcast Chris Hardwick, he's really who, good at his podcast who we saw in person and told you that you were putting your thing on top of the table oh that's right you did say that <laughs> He's on the ID10T podcast. And if you don't know what I mean, and you would like to know some of the behind the scenes jokes, <laughs> uh, in 2021, one of the things that we are going to be releasing is that once a month for friends of the show and stay tuned so you can learn who a friend of the show is and how you can become a friend of the show. We are going to be doing a live, um, a live, um, what do you call it? Soiree. At Casa de Confidence once actually a month. Actually live? Yeah, actually live. Oh, cool. And All for right. those who can't make the live, we'll have a recording, but only friends of the show will have access to it. Details to come later. Okay. So, all right. I just want to put that out there. Okay. But this is, wait for it, drum roll, please. 
Julie's big moment. On December 31, 2020, Julie DeLuca Collins. Before all and everyone in this nation, this world, this universe will be pre-releasing her new book. My book will be on pre-sale and you must check it out. And I hope that you do because it has been a labor of love. It's something that I am so excited about. Mm -hmm. And the little voice inside me obviously is like, oh my God, nobody's going to like it. But I hope that you come and support me and you go and buy it. So if you haven't bought anything on Amazon, make sure that you have so that on the 31st, and there will be an email and of course, social media will remind you, but I would love if you can go and support me because once the book releases Mm -hmm. in person, if we had a really good pre-launch and sales on the 31st, Amazon is going to help me and it's going to recommend it to people. So this matters so much Mm -hmm. that on the 31st, when the book drops and opens up for sale, that you go and buy it. And here's a couple different things that you will know. I am going to make a special price for the day, but also most importantly, and something that is really close to my heart is that the proceeds of the book are going to be donated. I'm donating the proceeds of the book to, did I say proceeds? You did. Okay. Did I say that right? Yeah, that's right. Okay. But I'm sounding like a little Canadian. So Julie is going to sell the book at a special place on this day only. Well, and well, okay. So, We're selling it for a special price, but the proceeds of the book are going to go to support a women's charity. I am not at liberty to say yet the charity Mm -hmm. because details are being worked out. But I, I do want to donate the proceeds because to me, it's important to be able to give back and especially to this organization, an organization that touches the lives of women Mm -hmm. every day and helps them really be able to get a hand up. So number one, proceeds will go to charity. Number two, special price because she f- feels so passionate about what this book's about and how how many people she can help. She's going to get that out there to you, to you at that price. And let's make this book successful so Amazon will put her book at the top of their list. When and uh, <clears throat> when this thing goes on full sale, because um, I believe that every on single year. one of us needs to feel confident, mm-hmm. and I may not have, I may not have something new, but I have a perspective that I believe everyone can benefit from because it's helped me, and I am seeing it help the amazing women who I'm working with, and you know I I was just thinking the other day and I got really emotional just thinking about it. You you were at work because I I had a coaching call with this uh, young person who I've been coaching. It's probably been about eight weeks now and um, I love her. 
And I just love the strides that she has made. And I think of the person who she was, and and I'm not taking the credit for it because by no means was it me, but it really is all of the dedication that she took in implementing the things that we talk about during our sessions. Hmm. And she's made all the shifts. She's made all the hard work, but I was able to give her the tools that work for me and she's implementing them in her lives. And then um, Christmas Eve, we were out and about or I was out and about, and she texted me, and she said to give me an update on something else, even though we had spoken like the day before. And I just thought, this is what it's all about. Because I remember thinking when I started to get a sense of doing this coaching and mentoring thing, how how great I feel when I accomplish my goals and, I, and, and I'm and i living the life that I think, oh my God, this is what life is about. This is what I'm supposed to be doing, right? And I remember thinking like, I want everybody else to have that feeling and having people come to me and say, oh, I wish I had your confidence or I wish I this or I wish I that. Um, and it, this is not exclusive to me or to, you know, a certain few. This is something that you too can incorporate into your life and do. And I'm hoping that by the book sharing the stories, the anecdotes and encouraging, right? The, the book is called Confident You, Simple Habits to Live the Life You Have Imagined. And I'm hoping that people will, will love it as much as I hope they will. Mm-hmm. So, uh, 2021. So, 2021's coming fast. Yes. Have you picked a word for the year yet? My word? Yes. Well, I guess I got to pick one. Have you? I, I am toying with two two words. All right. Let me think of one right now. Don't think of one right now. You got to journal on this. You got to right. ponder. Well, you got to picture your future self. You got to think what resonates, what kind of year you want to have. Resonate. It's <clears throat> my word. You know why resonate? Why? Because if I'm helping people with podcasts, I'm helping them resonate out into the world. Oh, look at you. How convenient. Look at that. <laughs> Good for you, Daniel. You got to make a vision board. Am I going to make a vision? Sure. You know what? Let's have a vision board day this week. Okay. I'll do one with you. Okay. Let's do a vision board and maybe we will tape some of it. Okay. And we can do a video for the listeners. Anyway. To all you listeners, we thank you so much for coming here and listening every week since March. It's been amazing. They've been coming since April. Okay. I heard the first one in March when you recorded it, so I've come. So I'm a listener too, you know. Okay. Yes, thank you for coming since April. <laughs> My bad. What else you got, Jewel? Well, you want to give them a coming attractions? It's a big one coming. Well, there's lots of big ones because we're starting a new year and we want to start it off with a bang. There's one, but there's one that's close to your heart. It's one that, well, you know what? It's hard to say that because. But they're all, everyone's amazing coming. Although we, we have someone that I've been waiting to ask to be on the podcast and. Mm-hmm hoping that this person would say okay um and i didn't ask because i was afraid of rejection see not all of us are confident mm-hmm. at all times mm-hmm. uh, but not so much because she rejects but also because i'm confident i'm, I'm co- cognizant well, of how many people do schedules. you have do we have to release over the next month six well let's let's do the top six in reverse order to like last <clears throat> to the one that's coming out next week well i am 
How about we, in no particular order, I talk about them? Okay. Because it is the new year. You know what? What? Go nuts. Because it is the new year, and most of us are going to be um, trying to obviously take stock and also beginning of the year setting goals. Beef or chicken? Vegetable. Okay. Stock. You get what I'm saying. I get what you're saying. Okay. You can have vegetable stock. Well, I usually have to explain the joke. But I was one step ahead of you. You were one step ahead of me. Anyway, so because we're taking stock and evaluating our year, I, I want to go ahead and have some experts that can talk a little bit about... Sorry about that. <laughs> what, am I boring you? A little bit. <laughs> wow. All right. Well, we have... Um, I'm kidding. Okay. It's never boring with you, Julie. There's two interviews in which um, we actually have Dan participate in both interviews for the oh, entire episode and interact with our guests. One oh, of the interviews no. is with another couple, Jennifer and Courtney James. Um, and there, it's another couple who work together, and he mm -hmm. is a filmmaker, and mm -hmm. she uh, is a former executive. Um, they're international They're guests. international guests, yes. So Jennifer and Courtney are coming up. And then the other interview in which Dan participated is someone who actually interviewed us both for his podcast. And we've already been on it, and it's released, and if That's you want right. to listen to it. The, Julie the, will tell you how. It will be in the show notes. Uh, but his name is David Orozco. And David mm -hmm. is the host of the popular podcast, One Small Bite. One Small Bite. Go look at, go look for our episode. I believe it's episode 65. a week or two ago. Five. Anyhow. Doesn't matter. It'll be in the so show fantastic. notes. But go listen to it. So you get more of me, and that's what everybody wants. I think. I think everybody wants more of you, Daniel. <laughs> um, so David interviewed us, uh, and he is a nutritionist, and mm -hmm. uh, he is um, definitely someone that works with people. You know, not to talk about diets, and 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 he he really tries to dispel the diet industry myth. Um, but he talks about he's um, an undiet guy. Yeah, and he he has uh, he finds out about what your your food stories are, mm -hmm. and we talked a lot about our food stories. So that was a, a right. great episode, mm -hmm. and of course, um, my friends. I have two of my good friends who are amazing women. Because it is the first of the year, listeners, I am bringing to you the fabulous Melissa Myers. And she, if you've participated in any of the play experience or other challenges that, that Go Confidently Coaching has done, Melissa's a financial advisor that works with women predominantly. Right. And if you want to get your money house in order for the new year, Melissa has great advice. Melissa also just released a book called Going Rogue. And she is here to help you grow uh, and, and change your mindset toward money. But most mm -hmm. importantly, pay off your debt and then do the things that you want with your money, right? So she's, you know, she is not into like, oh, just sit around and think you want money and it'll come to you. She is like, this mm -hmm. is how you do it. I've Can done it. Can you imagine if you were diagnosed with cancer 
and you were told, and you just sat around the house and said, oh, I'll just see what happens. Yeah, you got to take I know that's a big deal. I know, I know mm. this is an analogy. It's a pretty bold one. It's but, a bold analysis. But financially, mm-hmm. what are you going to do when you retire? Or It's time to pay attention now. It's also about how the quality of life that you want to live now. And she teaches yep. women and how to uh-huh. have the life you want by making the right choices Absolutely. with your money. And, of course, last but not least, um, the moment has come. The first episode of 2021 will be Corinne Crabtree from the No BS Weight Loss Group. She is my coach. Thanks to Corinne, I lost 20, 20 pounds. It had been 40. But she is someone that I've known for a long time and has um, really been the catalyst in so many ways to where I am today. And I thank her. And we had a really fun conversation going back through memory lane. Someone is texting you. Sorry. And well. It's Michael J. Rouse. <laughs> Michael J. Rouse. What is it? He has a sixth sense of when we podcast. I hope he's not sending you some listing for um, a golf course, a club what do you want what kind of club do you need don't worry about it he bought it he didn't buy it oh lord he's got me an in he's got you an in all right well thanks for interrupting my big announcement of corinne being on the podcast (laughs) (laughs) i am so sorry corinne so No. no if uh you've been listening to this podcast this is a great interview between Julie and Corinne. And Corinne has been such a, a light in Julie's life over the last 10 years. And uh, if not a, more. Great, a great teacher and um, a wonderful mentor and coach to Julie. And, and uh, many other women. Yeah. And Corinne. And uh, many other women, yes. Yeah. If you want to lose weight, and I love David, and he's a great nutritionist, but if you're a woman, and you're sick of diets, you're sick of your crap, the BS thoughts that we all have, Corinne's your gal. Mm-hmm. So she is. that's who you want to go for weight loss. All right. Well, eat between the ones. Either one. Now. No, I said eat between the ones. Eat between the ones. The twos? The twos. I'm sorry. And actually, it's, it's doable hunger. Doable hunger? Mm-hmm. Doable hunger. Yeah. Doable hunger. Anyway, listen, anyway. It's, we have exceeded our time with the listeners. Oh, they love us. They'll listen to us all day. No, there is a limit to your patience. There is a we limit. get that. So, all right. Talk to you later. Bye. Wow. Don't you want to sign off in any more meaningful way? I already left the room. Thank you for listening, everyone. And I <laughs> hope that you enjoy the holidays and I cannot thank you enough for being a supporter of the show, for sharing the show, giving us a review, and subscribing. Happy holidays. Remember, be wonderful and grateful to each other. Um, Remember, you may be that one light to someone's year on this day. So, always remember... Be kind to yourself, but especially good to others. And go confidently in the direction of your dreams. Hi, everybody. I know that sometimes we get very lonely in this entrepreneur journey. And I want to invite you to join us into our 
limited time only purposeful you mastermind. For many of us entrepreneurs, we believe that we can do it all. But the reality is that doing it alone only creates a lot of overwhelm. So join us at the Purposeful You Mastermind. You can find out more information by going to bit.ly forward slash Julie's Mastermind. This is going to be the place where you are able to then unlock your full potential and achieve long-term success for your business push you behind your current limits, expand your connections, discover new ideas, and implement them with confidence. You're going to get the support in all aspects and transforming you to the six-figure business you've been looking for. Pause and get off the hamster wheel if you've been spinning around. This is a time where you can get that support from like-minded entrepreneurs that are here to join you in your journey. Together, we can challenge the assumptions and land the speaking engagements and opportunities we want to grow our business and make an impact in the lives of people. See you then. Remember, you can find the mastermind at bit.ly, Julie's Mastermind.